0: And welcome to another Games Talk Live. Hello, everybody. I, you know, excuse the uh, starting soon screen, uh, trying something different, you know, about 15 minutes before the show, I've got the starting soon screen up, and I had to make something instead of just a static starting soon. I wanted a little video, some nostalgia. You know how I am. I do the retro thing. Anyways, welcome to the show. I got a great guest, great show planned out for you today, but first, I just want to talk to you guys for a minute, the audience Uh, I love this community, but there are some people out there, you know, they always try to bring us down. They always try to bring something down, be negative about stuff. And, you know, we love gaming so much. And sometimes we forget that we all have differing opinions, folks. So I just want to remind you all that gaming is for everyone. We all like different things. You know, that's just how it is. I, you know, I may like certain things, you may like certain things, but be respectful to people. As I respect your opinions, okay? Uh, I may not like certain things you like. I respect that. I disagree, but I always respect that. And uh, I'll leave you this with this before we get into the show. Um, this is a, a a famous line here, and it is, um, The world don't move to the beat of just one drum. What might be right for you may not be right for some. If you know, you know. Now let's go ahead and get into the show. Gaming Forte. <laughs> Welcome to Games Talk Live, the all new revamped Games Talk Live.
1: How you doing? I know I'm good, man. Um, I get to be on the revamp, man. This is this is amazing. This looks really good, man. If y'all got, if y'all can see behind the scenes, it's incredible. Your boy always putting in work, and um, we always we should appreciate people doing as much work as this man is trying to do for us in this community when it comes to his beautiful show on Sundays. Hey, man, yeah. You're trying, but you're actually doing it, which is, I can say, a lot of people don't do.
0: Yeah, no. But let's talk about you here, all right, Forte? Um, so how you been lately? What have you been playing?
1: Man, I've been good. Um, been playing. I've been all over the place. So I just started playing Kena Kena of Spirits two days ago, getting into that. Most of this is being spurred by the fact that I have a nice little bet with my co-host, Slow Mo about me beating more games in 2022 than he beat this year so he's already ahead of me by like three or four games so it's more of just trying to get me away from destiny i think but um yeah i've just been playing a bunch of stuff so kena been playing can't wait for horizon to come out at the end of this week uh and of course i'm jumping to destiny day one but um yeah it's just been just random games back and forth over the course of the last probably two weeks, just getting caught up on the backlog, basically. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So uh, let's talk about uh, your podcast, the DPS podcast, Thursday nights, 9 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, You and Slow Mo Backslap. Uh, How's that going, my friend? Uh, Tell everybody a a little bit about the podcast.
1: Yeah. So I do a podcast, like you said, Damage Per Second podcast um, every Thursday. Um, It's something that basically just made sense. Yeah, Me and Slow Mo are two peas in a pod. That's my brother. I love him to death. Thanks to the and Luca for bringing us together. But um, it was just more we would do like certain things like, oh, Xbox would buy Bethesda. And this is before we we actually had the show going. Uh They bought Bethesda. We say, hey, we should go live and talk about this. And we already had a really good rapport with each other. We did brat podcast with each other. We do scumcast with each other. So he's like, "Hey man, a lot of people really like our style, they like our back and forth. We we tend to argue a lot, which what grown men don't want to hear other grown men argue." Exactly. So, so it kind of just was like this perfect synergy. Um and we just crossed 70 episodes um last oh, week Oh, so congrats. It, yeah. yeah. So next week will be well this week now it will be on my channel. Um and we rotate week to week. But yeah, it's been a blast, man, and he's been amazing he's like one of the most knowledgeable people i know he's he's more on twitter than i am so he's always picking fights it seems like with everybody of all walks of life that's on twitter and i absolutely love it because it just makes my job so much easier because i can just it like even when there's like a week where there's nothing really to talk about i can just talk about like hey slow mo what was this about that happened on twitter what what was these conversations about
0: yeah that's what it's all about right having that great chemistry and being able to talk about whatever that's just why whatever. it's so cool to have, like, a friend podcasting with you, you know, not just a, a co-host or whatever that you just, you know, find off the street somewhere. Anyways, nobody does that. But, uh, no. yeah, that's how RDX is, really. You know, we're all friends. We all talk. So we, we get along. We can just talk about anything, really. So that's yeah. the way it is. And yeah. that's why I like having somebody on you on the show because, you know, we're friends. And it, it, it's Absolutely. always a lot. It makes it a lot better. When we, uh, when we, when you get somebody on the show that you know and you you have a rapport with, um, so that's Thursday nights nine p.m. um with you and slow mo backslap. I've got to have slow mo on, but damn it, he needs to go on camera.
1: That guy needs to. Oh, that he, guy needs yeah, to. Yeah. Well, it, it's more of a job. Something about right his though. job.
0: Yeah. It's more I need of a to job. to have him on thing. though, regardless.
1: Yeah, he'll. Like I, I know he's looking into some other stuff uh, where yeah. he may not have to be at that job anymore. He may have some other stuff coming up because that is something that he definitely wants to do. But you know, when it comes to your job and the mm-hmm. community, your job is going to win every time. So, oh,
0: most definitely, most definitely. But
1: yeah, I definitely, I definitely agree. Uh, he's one of the he's one of the many people that I feel like, John, we need to get you on camera at some point because that's how you connect with your audience yeah. the yeah. most.
0: No, it it really is. It's helped me out. Shout out to King of the Iron Lords podcast. King David, he's the one that really brought this whole thing together for me to even do the camera thing, for me to even do any of this like this. It was King David. And then through Cognito, he came to me and said, yeah, you know, you should think about doing this, you know. And they were right they were right 100%. It does help. And and I, I I know you see that too when you're on podcasts. people connect mm-hmm. with you all the time and they're like, "Hey man, you should do more of that." You know, you should yeah. I'm sure they ask for it even on DPS. I'm sure they do.
1: Oh yeah, all the time. All yeah, the time. Exactly. All right, so
0: you know what we do here.
1: Oh You've yeah. got these here. And yeah. last
0: time, okay, you got 4 out of 5. So you did really well. I know really I was well. shocked. You did I was really shocked. well. I feel um, like I'm but,
1: about to get the Randall Thor treatment right now. Where the questions I'm about to fail, did like get, you know. a,
0: yeah, the questions did get a little tougher. They might okay. start off easy, but they get tougher. And uh, I want to welcome you to the brand new Five Questions. Five okay. Questions. All right. Five questions. You know the drill. Four trivia and one subjective question. Forte, you're in the hot seat. Yes, you're I there, am. right behind the podium. Your name's right there. Mr. Forte's playing along. He's in the game. I love this. I'm sorry. I, 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 do I, I made this, this really and weird. I was thinking, you know, this. I got to do something different for the show. And you know what? It's time. All right. So... Finish this line. Can you finish this line? Geralt of
1: Arivia. What happened?
0: Whoa, sorry. Wrong sound. Whoa, whoa. What was that?
1: Yeah, what was that sound? There you go. i was to say, I know that my was soundboard it,
0: was screwed up. Okay. There you One go. One of
1: the best RPGs ever made right there.
0: Geralt of Rivia. Correct. Next, in this game, the dragonborn are individuals with the body of a mortal man, but the blood and soul of a dragon. Name the game.
1: The, oh, um, Skyrim, Elder Scrolls, Skyrim. Yeah, yes. Skyrim. Yeah. I, Correct, I'm about to call sir. it Skyrim 5, but it's just Elder Scrolls, Skyrim.
0: <laughs> All right. Third question. This game was released for the PlayStation Windows and eventually on the Dreamcast in 2000. And was the second game to release in the Legacy of Kane series.
1: Oh, what was the? It's not Soul Reaver.
0: Mm, what was it the
1: second game in the series? The second Soul Reaver two. Lazy. Oh God. Yeah. No,
0: it was okay. Soul Reaver. It was the first. Is <laughs> Soul Reaver.
1: It was so. What did I say the first time?
0: soul reaver and then you went to soul reaver say too
1: reaver. how could you do it. it how i knew it, I knew it. Uh, oh my all i had to do was commit to it
0: all right it here's all right. another question for you
1: everybody knows i got it right at least i just had to commit
0: <laughs> this goes way back 1995 this jrpg was developed by square which included three developers square dubbed the dream team which included final fantasy creator Hironobu. Uh, suka G- gucci what game was this
1: 95 right
0: 95 super nintendo square the dream super team N- three big developers
1: yeah because once wasn't out yet and it wasn't fi- was it f- it wasn't f- final fantasy 6 no no was it, yeah you'll remember which one that one was it was
0: chrono trigger
1: Cro- oh, so no, so slow mo kill me. Slow mo kill me. I,
0: I And I was thinking about slow mo, and I almost gave you that hint, but I said, "You know what? No, no you would have told me that.
1: that. I would have knew it. I would have knew it instantly."
0: I'm not gonna do that.
1: Slow mo right. kill me.
0: So you were here, uh, the last time you already told us your favorite gaming experience. So here I'm gonna yeah. ask you favorite game of last generation, sir.
1: Oh, last generation, easily of uh, Still Witcher Three. Oh, well, you know, yeah. Witcher 3. Yeah. I still love it. Witcher
0: 3. Love that answer. Yeah. Great answer. Uh, you didn't win today, but uh, you, you played the game. You had fun. And uh, thank yeah, you for, absolutely. you know, joining this uh, new experience with me. Anyways, great, uh, great, great game. Um, so. Everybody, uh, I, I love it when the chat joins along too, guys. Th- thanks for being here. Uh, remember, you could also listen to this podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. It's out there. It's it's everywhere. So yeah. if you're not listening, if you're not watching, um, you, you're kind of missing out on some stuff. Because uh, I, again, now I'm going to be putting more, even more production in, into the show, and it's going to get even more and more. Just to, you know, just going to grow. It's going to get. It, it's going to get a bit bigger here on the show yeah
1: you know the funny thing is I'm not gonna lie when you asked me to come on two days ago I was like he's gonna ask me a ridiculous question that I'm not gonna know and I was of really course. worried about those questions I ain't gonna lie don't listen your questions literally put people on the spot it's like I, I know testing a person's gaming knowledge at this point so I feel like I did pretty well the fact that I actually because the Soul River one I was like oh man Come on! At least I at yeah. least I said it. At least I said it. I didn't commit to it, but yeah, I, I love your questions because it really it really makes you have to think about not just current generation, but how far back we actually went.
0: Yeah, it's really yep. good,
1: man. I really like them. Uh,
0: yeah, and it does put you on the spot because you know I've been put on a spot by Ham Solo out there. I was on his uh, man. I was on his pod- podcast, and he asked me some questions. I was just like. I was freezing so i know how it feels on the other side and i'm sorry i put you guys through this but i'm not really oh, sorry good. i'm not really sorry his it's, interviewing it's style
1: is really good too yeah it he is did, it he is. did slow-mo the other day and i was like yeah this is a really good one i gotta check yours out i know he did one with you so i gotta check that out next uh, time please
0: don't it was it was really bad please don't yeah. <laughs> um it, yeah that, when he did that game with those questions i was just like because you don't, you, you really do freeze up. It, it, it's yeah. so weird. So let's go ahead and talk about our first topic: Activision Blizzard. You know they're in the news Ooh. right now. Um, so with the FTC watching right now, it seems like all eyes are on this. And Microsoft lately has been saying things and trying to be looking like Mister Good Guy, right? They want this deal to go through so bad. And it has you know the latest thing to come from Microsoft right now, the latest statement anyway. It has a lot of people arguing what it means. They're dissecting every little word in what All Microsoft right. president ba- Brad Smith had to offer or say. and uh, let's let's get into that a bit. I have the quote here. All right, so it says. Here it says, to be clear, this is what Brad Smith said, to be clear, Microsoft will continue to make Call of Duty and other popular Activision Blizzard titles available on PlayStation through the term of any existing agreement with Activision. And we have committed to Sony that we will also make them available on PlayStation beyond the existing agreement and into the future so that Sony fans can continue uh, to enjoy the games they love now uh my question to you really uh forte Mm -hmm. is how do you how do you feel about that statement first
1: oh man okay so what do you take from that i take that they want to okay i take that they want to really get ahead of this whole session with the ftc about where these games and stuff are going to be. Not even really where the games are going to be, but they just want this deal to go through. I feel like Microsoft will literally make all of these games multi-platform if that was the uh, the end goal of being able to say ABK is in our full control when it comes to King, uh, Activision, and Blizzard. I think that is the number one thing that people should really take away from that. But I also take away from the fact that this is not only... Phil Spencer and Sally Nadella talking about this deal. This is Brad Sam's, the VP. So you have three high-ranking officials inside of Xbox. Different people Mm -hmm. giving you the same basic message when it comes to this whole Activision Blizzard uh, conglomerate when it comes to where this stuff is going to go. I think it's still a little bit vague on some key words that they used on the difference between what's available now versus what's going to be available in the future. I think they still left themselves some wiggle room when it comes to that. But I also really think that that conversation that Phil Spencer had with them over the phone has really paid dividends to why this is probably happening the way it's happening. Yeah. Um. But, but the ultimate thing is we really truly just don't know. I was one of those people that fully believed that, there's no way that these games are not going to be exclusive to Xbox. But then you hear stuff like this and, and call of duty is a completely different beast. You know, that's, that is a game that is enjoyed by not just millions and millions of people, tens of millions of people every year. And then we're even charting the game the year before the next year when the new game is coming out. So I just think that this is just more, this isn't a conversation for gamers right here. And I think when people read press releases like this, this is them talking to their investors. This is them talking to, this is what we think, is not what we think, this is where we are with Call of Duty right now and um, what you should expect in the future. I don't think this had anything gaming written all on it for gamers to even really pay attention to because like I said, it came from the VP. It didn't come from head of Xbox. It didn't come from... Um, It didn't come from Sarah Bond or anybody like that. It came from somebody uh, higher up above all that information. So I think now we're going to start. It's just a wait and see approach at this point now. But I think it's more in question what's going to happen with Call of Duty after 2024. Um, And I know we're going to get into the, you know, all the hyperbole of what people think about that. But I do think that this was more about investors getting more information on how this deal is going to be if affected plus how the ftc hey we're trying to be good guys we're going to leave call of duty you know even when the the contractual stuff's up we're going to still leave those games on that platform but they left themselves ever so little wiggle room to say but we didn't say about all our all our um all the ips for activision blizzard
0: yeah no i i agree with that um For me personally, I feel like the statement is pretty clear, especially when it comes to their big franchises like Call of Duty, like Overwatch. Games like this, I believe, will still be multi Um, you Yeah. Because at one time I was like you. I thought, ah, they're going to make these exclusive. It only makes business sense, right? only makes business sense, right. in In their business strategy, not necessarily business sense in where they can make the most money right now. But long-term goal, that's what I was thinking. And that's, things could change in the future. They can make this exclusive. Nothing saying that if the FTC lets them go that they won't be exclusive, you know, five years from now, six years from now, ten years from now. Anything could happen. But at the end of the day, um, they will have these multi-plat in the beginning, I'm sure, um, because it, it, they can make a lot of money that way leaving right. these on a platform that's you know huge and and let's face it PlayStation has a bigger Call of Duty community they do yes. as of now um but their business strategy is all about game pass and that's what kind of like it, it kind of confused that's the weird me part. because that's the i weird thought part. this is how you get people to game pass however it goes back to what i've been preaching for many months now that now the question is asked do I pay $60, $70, or do I rent for $10 a month and get hundreds of games plus that Call of Duty? The Game Pass syndrome is real, and this is affecting the entire industry. Bottom line, Um, this effect is, it's caused a ripple, and it's going to continue to ripple. Um, I I just feel like right now, A, they're looking good in front of the FTC, and B, uh, they're going to do it for now, Uh, the multi-plant thing Uh, future games so future titles uh, do you think that they're going to stay do you think that they'll be become exclusive like new IPs new
1: IPs new IPs Um, like let's talk about like how blizzard is developing a brand new IP um, from the ground up that's not taking place in any existing platform or um, world or universe that they already have Potentially something like that could be. I do think games that are already out, that are out there being talked about, that people know about, like Diablo 4 and stuff like that, will probably end up still falling under multi-platform um, ownership. But it's really hard to say exactly how they're going to go about this because most of the games that Blizzard and Activision make are of a games-of-a-service type quality where it benefits to be as many places as ever. Uh, maybe some people, I hear people talk about how Call of Duty is, you know, Warzone should be that version, but Call of Duty can be something that is exclusive to Xbox. And I say, well, Call of Duty sells too much, but I mean, it's, it's really hard to, I just think they're going to have a hard time because they already told their fan base and like a, they told their fan base already that game pass, wherever game passes is, is where our games will be. Yeah. So they're basically pivoting on that. When it comes to this now, is that just because of the acquisition of Activision? Because that was something that kind of fell into their lap. They were in a situation where Activision was pulling, um, falling in stock price, and they were able to rush in there, make a deal, purchase them at the uh, 11th hour. And now they have to deal with the repercussions of trying to make sure that they're not looking like a monopoly or looking like the ftc is like they're trying to have this whole um the whole industry on lock when it comes to like streaming services and stuff because let's be for real call of duty being on game pass that speaks a lot and i think yep. that's the thing that they're trying to say like well It's not just us. We're still going to have it available on other platforms and things like that, but we're going to have it in our service and stuff. I also think it's going to be a situation where um, games like um, StarCraft can be revitalized and stuff. I don't really know exactly. I think they're not going to really be too focused on the things that are coming new for Activision Blizzard. It's going to be about finishing the titles that they already have in development, right? Diablo 4, um, Overwatch 2, Um, And then, you know, whatever other games they got underneath the bannership of them, once they get that stuff out, then I think we'll start worrying about the exclusivity of stuff going for it. But I do think games that aren't announced, those have a better chance of not being under the multi-platform ownership. But I think people should just be ready to just accept that overwatch 2 that's going to probably be multi-platform and everything else that comes with that and you should just live on the fact that game pass is going to be the best way to play games and that's the thing that you should be celebrating more than the fact that everybody else gets a chance to play the games i know people feel like xbox i think people feel like xbox owes them that they like because of last generation But I also feel like Xbox is giving you a service that's not available anywhere else. Where else can you get thousands of games at the touch of a fingertip for the price that you're paying for right now? And that also includes we know if this acquisition goes through, that means every game inside that portfolio that Activision owns and Blizzard owns will go into that service at some point. And you will reap the benefits from that versus any other platform. And that should be the thing that you're super excited about and everything Facts. else should just be something that just comes, Thank you. you know, natively.
0: I'm glad you said that really, uh, you know, for, first off, I was going to look at that quote real quick, but yeah. um, I'm glad that you said that because I'm tired of listening to people on Twitter or, you know, in all of social media, basically that I, I see gamers at and, that are so upset that Microsoft potentially may, may let this stay multi-plat. I, I, I don't understand why people have such a problem letting other people play games. Like this gatekeeping thing is really odd to me. I've, I've never understood it. I've never liked it, but at the same time, I, I understand business from a business standpoint, but I don't understand it from a consumer standpoint for me personally. Right. It doesn't bother me. Um, does, does it bother you at all, like, that sort of thing? Like, if a game goes to another console? Yeah,
1: so, yeah. I'm going to tell you the first. So, you know me, Destiny main all day. As soon as I heard the news, I was at work. I just went to – I saw Luca was streaming, and I was, like – her title was, like, active – I mean, Bungie, uh, Sony purchases Bungie. And I, I instantly, like, go on lunch, and I jump in her, get her um stream with her. And I was like, is this real? And she told me, yeah, it's real. And for half a second, not, not even a full second, probably a millisecond, I was like, I got to play Call of Duty. I got to play Destiny on PlayStation now. Mm-hmm. You know what? I was fine with that. I could also play on PC, but it's like my favorite platform to play on is, called, is an Xbox. And that was it for me. It's like, I don't care where I play at. It's just being able to play the game that I want to be able to play. Uh, Would it suck that a game that was on my platform was ripped away from us and I would have to uh, potentially go out and get another platform to play it? Absolutely. But that's part of what the um, that's what the FOMO is about. That's what the fear of missing out is. It's a it's a it's a system out there that I don't have that has something I want to play. And if you want to play that thing, you need to go buy that system. I think Xbox was heading in that direction with the Bethesda deal. I just think a lot of stuff became real murky with this Activision deal due to the timing of it. That doesn't mean, I just think they're setting themselves up for, they said they're not done yet, uh, Fonz. They said this isn't it for us. So my question would be is, if Activision, if you're going this route with Activision, what route are you going to go when it comes to the next thing what what happens when you what happens if Sega's purchase or w b are you going to go back to all of these games being on um game Pass and wherever game Pass lives, or are you going to do what you're doing with Activision to say oh, those games are too big those ips are too big we're going to let those live and breathe where they already are so they're kind of setting well, up a dynamic that a lot of people probably are it's going to be something that they're going to have to deal with sooner or later but i do think it's going to be something that's going to happen eventually
0: yeah and and we have to take a look at this quote here okay a lot of people you know are are putting this you know di- dissecting these words and everything in, within this quote and Sure. I mean, you can look at things in this quote and say, well, they're saying that, you know, it's uh, other popular Activision Blizzard titles. They're not giving you exactly which titles they are. So that would be a counter argument there. They would say, you know, they could say Call of Duty, but hey, there's Call of Duty Warzone. There's Call of Duty mainline games. So which is it? You know, is it one or is it the other? Is it both? So At the end of the day, it's all a speculation game right now. That's what makes it interesting, to be honest. But um, I believe that eventually, eventually they will become exclusive, but it could take some time. All right. It could be years down the line. After the approval, you know, we may see a couple of mainline games stay, uh, you know, multi-plat. But then they could say, you know what, we're going to make these exclusive now. Um, cause there's nothing, again, there's nothing saying they can't do that later. If they own them, they own them. They can do what they want. Uh, but I just don't, uh, I just don't get the whole gatekeeping thing where people are upset if they do let them remain multi plat. Like I, I, I don't care. I could care less for me. Like you said, I care that I get it in game Pass day one and that that's all I care about. Right. So, I mean, it's. It's one of those things where is there anything from that particular quote that you read that makes you wonder that something could be off?
1: Um, man, it's it's like I said, it's like you don't see the you don't see none of the paperwork, you don't see the contract or anything. Yeah. So you're I, this is the thing people need to realize, and I think people don't, especially people on Twitter or people just when you make a video, produce a high quality video you throw it out there with your opinion, but people just don't realize that's what it is. It's your opinion. Yep. My, like my opinion still stands that I feel like at some point, these games are going to end up being exclusive. Not all of them. I don't think, I think there, I think even past the, um, the exclusivity strategy that PlayStation has in place for call of duty. I can still see a couple of the call of duties, probably still going to that state where it's on both platforms. But I also think Microsoft and Sony have some type of partnership that they talked about because Mm -hmm. Phil Spencer did not just come to Twitter and say, I had a great conversation with our friends over at Sony. And then the key buzzword to, you know, honor all acquisitions or all uh, deals and acquisitions as of right now, plus the desire to keep it on um, PlayStation. How are they going to keep it on PlayStation is the key. Is Game Pass a part of it? Maybe True. it may not be Game Pass, but maybe it could also be we'll leave it on there if you get, a re- get rid of the cross-play tax that you pay for all of these games. It could also mm. be the fact that you can get away from um, the situation where um, we don't have to pay for like royalty differences might be a little bit different for them on that game when it comes to being over there. It's a myriad of different Could they possibly
0: it, push like an Xbox account, like having to sign in?
1: They already do that. For um Minecraft,
0: yeah, yeah, for Minecraft. So it could people happen don't, with people Call don't of People don't realize
1: Duty. that that was Phil Spencer's, that was Phil Spencer's number one. Like people kept saying, like, why does Minecraft? Why is Minecraft everywhere? He used Minecraft. And people don't remember this. Minecraft for about a year and a half on PlayStation Mm -hmm. was bare bones. No updates, no nothing, because they didn't allow them to have the play together update because PlayStation did not want them to allow them to have cross-play. So Phil Spencer used Minecraft, one of the biggest IPs in the world, as a sacrificial lamb for PlayStation saying, well, if you're not gonna do this, you can't play mine, your people can't play the updated version of Minecraft. And then guess what? A year later, Sony caved on it, and it now Minecraft is played across PlayStation platforms with the Play Anywhere update, and that's the same thing I think they're going to probably do with Call of Duty. Maybe Sony won't man, money hat as many of these third-party IPs as they do. Maybe something like Final Fantasy VII might come to Xbox now because call, Xbox is playing nice with Call of Duty um there's a lot of different things that could be happening with this type of um structure behind the scenes but i do think that meeting with sony is part of the reason why you're seeing a message from the vp talking about hey call of duty is going to be available on Xbox, or playstation and in the foreseeable future
0: yeah no i I, i'm I'm with you on all that um yeah it's just going to be something that's going to be speculated until it happens Everybody's going to be speculating. There's going to be countless videos made, countless podcasts being talked about, you know, this being talked about in so much is going to be talked about leading up till the actual acquisition and, and actual games being released because we still have what uh, there's Call of Duty games coming out from the PlayStation, those existing contracts until 2024, I believe. Yep.
1: 2023. Uh, yeah. 2020. Yeah. 2023 is the last one. So okay. this year, Warzone and the yeah, Call what's of up Duty with that? Twenty twenty three
0: Warzone out of the blue coming <laughs> coming out this year. Uh, uh, not yeah, Warzone, heard, um, Modern War, Modern yeah, Warfare. Modern Warfare yeah, Modern
1: Warfare two. Yeah, Modern well, Warfare. You kind of why is it Modern Warfare
0: two? How can it be two? Didn't they have two and
1: three already? No, they only did um, Modern Warfare. They only did Modern Warfare so far. Two was the best one to me. Can't wait.
0: Yeah, so they're they're making another one though. So. Oh
1: yeah, you're you're going you're going to go through all of them. It's going to be one, two, and three. Oh, those are so? the ones that those are the ones that literally mm. set the world on fire when it came for Call of Duty. They're they're literally the ones that made people stop playing Halo as much as they were playing. So yeah. hopefully they bring the multiplayer and the multiplayer is just as good as it was back then.
0: Yeah, I've got some uh, super chats here that I missed. Uh, um, I've got one here by uh, ooh. I lost it Ooh, don't tell me I lost it um where is it right here Hargeet my boy Hargeet super chat five dollars says thank you very much Hargeet I appreciate you he says uh hashtag put Elden ring in game pass hashtag cod will be exclude uh, Xbox exclusive hashtag uh, PlayStation is a monopoly. Hashtag #PlayStation is a hypocritical on violence in games. Is hypocritical on violence in games.
1: Uh, I, oh I, yeah, I that's that's a shout out. I definitely, to, agree, I definitely agree with that one.
0: <laughs> yeah, that, isn't that a is is that a shout out to that Martha is Dead game? Yes, So they absolutely. censored this game. Yeah, you know yeah, what? They, I didn't have that yeah. as a topic, but what exactly did they do there? So everybody can know All Martha right, is so Dead Mar- is an indie game. I, I assume yes, on every platform.
1: Indie- Yep, it was an indie survival horror on every platform did a video on this a while ago but they um f- there's a couple of scenes in the game um where some very grotesque stuff happens and they even tell you in it's like one of those games where they actually tell you what a game starts that you know really really huge amounts of violence so you know yeah. if you're not for that type of stuff don't play this game or stuff like that um the, game, the biggest thing I noticed is the fact that this game literally releases this month, or I think it's yeah. the middle of next month. So it's like within 30 days of releasing. And it's come to the attention of the developers that Sony is blocking this game from releasing on their system in the state that it's in when it comes to these certain gameplay mechanics that you have to do in the game. Um, so they came to Twitter and they put out a Twitter post talking about this, talking about the you know challenges of development and how they actually went about making sure that they dotted their teeth, crossed their eyes to make sure that all of the known elements of this game were known well before now, and that they were disappointed that this is something that happened to come now and how it's going to uh, basically affect the. The digital the physical version for the x for the playstation 5 and playstation 4 version of the game so those are being delayed because they have to print disc with the new assets and stuff on them for that wow. uh furthermore playstation is basically saying since that stuff's not available they'll take it off the store so they're basically modifying the game so the playstation 4 version basically doesn't have that playstation 4 or playstation 5 where xbox and pc they literally went out their way to make sure that the experience on those systems is uninterrupted. It is the same experience, which how it should be. That they did nothing has been changed. So basically, in so many ways, if you want the full "Martha is Dead" experience, play on a piece on a PC or Xbox.
0: Yeah, I I don't believe in 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 the censor censorship in in that way. Like I don't believe that they should uh, censor these games at all. Honestly, if the developer has these intentions of putting whatever it is within their game. It's up to you to to decide whether or not you want to play that. Don't, or even have a toggle there where you could toggle on and off. You know, like a lot of people in some of the games, like back in the day, you could toggle off blood animation. Remember that in a lot yeah. of games.
1: Um, so I got a question. I got a go question ahead. for you, Buzz. Can you toggle the um, blood? Can you toggle the go the gore off of God of War? No. Can you toggle it off of Last of Us? Nope. What are, what kind of games are those? Um sir.
0: Um those are very mature games.
1: Very violent mature games. I very. mean, last time I remember Kratos in in God of War 3 literally smashed off Poseidon's heads. head into a uh, Pope back yeah, in 2007. Yeah. yeah. So Last of Us Last of Us 2
0: was very very violent. violent. Holy, I mean, you so, you you killed a lady that was pregnant in that game. Yes. So so
1: where so spoilers so where if this, you haven't played it. Yeah. Too so bad the story it, sucked so anyway. That's, that's um. by, I, I think that's where I think the, the you know developers are going to call that out because they're in a partnership with Sony. But I do think there's people there that are looking at it like, dude, your games are horrific when it comes to certain things that you do in those games. That's so, true. You're not, it's not like you're censoring yourself, but you're censoring us when it's on the same platform that your games are already available on. I think that's where the rub is for not only that development house, but for gamers that actually play these games, because we should have the choice on what, what and how we enjoy the games that we play. Love it. That's all that should matter. You just give us the vehicle, which is the system to play the games and put a disclaimer up there by saying graphical violence or whatever you do, just like you did in last of us, just like you did in all these other games. Yeah. But for some reason, they be Sony have become woke for some reason and feel like this is something that Ooh, they need. There to it is. Gamer.
0: There it is. I love it. I love it's, that. It's crazy preach man preach i i love it and you know this isn't the first time they've gone into that censorship uh you know controversy they right. they've censored other games before yeah so they
1: have.
0: It, it it's it's really strange it's it's really strange but
1: i mean i could understand if it was something like you know in sexual nature or something like that and it went way too far i could understand that to an extent but it maybe and, and at that point you just have a different rating on the game, like MA or something. Yeah, yeah, but, that's what I would say. Yeah, you have an MA so everybody knows exactly what that game is, but it's just the fact that you're very hypocritical when literally two of your biggest IPs on your system account for the same type of stuff that you're seeing in this game that you're trying to, you know, censor.
0: Yeah. Hit that like button, everybody, for what Forte just had to say there. I I, I personally loved what she had to say there, Forte. Uh, I, I am in total agreement of everything there. Um, I, yeah, it, there should just be no censorship. like if if you want to play the game, y- you know the the risks with some of these mature titles. And, right. and you know what you're kind of getting into with a lot of them. So I mean, again, make a new rating system if you, if you have to, if you have to do that, um, I don't think they have to uh, to be honest. No. I think the mature is is good enough. Um, because I mean, you you work at uh, GameStop, right? So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, do you see kids trying to buy mature games? And
1: they try to buy Call of Duty every day.
0: Yeah, and and every day. Yeah, and you prevent them from doing so, right?
1: I you just do, say, "Where's your mom?"
0: Exactly. My, exactly. Mom like
1: comes so. into the store. I say, hey, and I don't even have to go into the whole plethora of like what's in the game. I just oh, say, no. "Hey, are you okay with your kid playing this game?" And they live "What game is it?" Got, um. You know Grand Theft Auto oh oh yeah I'm fine That's fine or heck no you can't Play that game why you even coming here to buy that game It it just depends I remember being
0: In a game no it wasn't a GameStop It was an electronics boutique You remember those back in the day
1: oh yeah before GameStop yeah
0: (laughs) yeah Electronics boutique we had Babbage's We had a ton of different game outlets But anyway I was at one one time And I remember it was an old Grand Theft Auto it might have been San Andreas And uh, I remember this Kid was trying to buy it and, uh, his, his mom was going to buy it and they were t- telling his mom, y- do you know what's in here? And all this stuff. And, and she was like, no. And she was just totally oblivious. And I'm looking at this little kid. He's like a nine year old kid. I'm like, oh, this kid shouldn't really be playing that. But you know, I'm, yeah. I'm not his parents. She bought it for him, but I was just like, wow. You know, um, yeah. that's going to be a, a weird conversation when he gets you to would- certain parts.
1: Yeah, you would think that if I'm asking you, are you okay with your kid playing this? You would ask the question, why, yeah. what's in it? If you ask me what's in it, then I'm going to tell you, hey, yeah. all this stuff on the back of the case is what's in the game. And exactly. then let them make their own decision. But most parents know, oh, no, I just want them to be quiet. Exactly.
0: Exactly. <laughs> I just want them to shut up and go is. sit in the corner and play his game. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, nah, Parenting you know,
1: 2022. Yeah.
0: Oh, we, we live in an age where I've seen parents just give them their phones in restaurants, do whatever they, you know, iPads mm-hmm. and they're, it, just all kinds of stuff. I'm like, whatever happened to coloring the, the the little crayon with the crayons they give you in the little, you know, menu, uh, you know, just let them, oh, let yeah. them have some tactile fun you know something tangible yep. something you could just sit there and color and i don't know boba fett gaming uh thank you very much for the super chat buddy he says "Fons forte and format e- uh, freshness equals fire thank you very much i appreciate you boba so awesome of you um but yeah so we didn't even have that on the topic list but anyway uh martha is dead it's censored on sony's uh, platform, uh unfortunately. Uh, if you want to play the full experience, uh, get it on PC or Xbox. Um, unfortunately, that's all you can do at this point if you yeah. want to play the whole thing. Uh, so let's go ahead and move on and talk about um, what else did I. Oh, okay. So our next story comes from Platinum Games. Forte, mm. you know, those guys behind Bayonetta, Astral Chain, near uh, uh, Automata, I think is how you say it. Some people say Automata, which I, I, I don't get.
1: I say Automata,
0: I say Automata too. Uh, well, they seem to be speaking out lately, uh, to about reviving Scalebound, and mm-hmm. uh, of course, this is coming from Hideki Kuyimi, Kuyami, yep. what's his Kuyami,
1: name? Yeah, yeah, yeah uh, well,
0: this guy Kumaya. Kumaya. That's 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 his last name. Anyways, he was the director for Scalebound back in the day when Microsoft was funding this project, of course. Um it essentially got canceled because well, they just didn't know what they were doing apparently. And he's come out in a statement saying, "Hey, we didn't know what we were doing with Unreal Engine, but at the same time they were building this game and tr- or trying to anyway, they mm-hmm. were putting out other other games, Forte."
1: So two other games. <laughs> yeah, so of course they they
0: got axed. Microsoft said enough's enough. Do you think Microsoft should give them give them a second
1: chance? Um hmm. let's see. That game can stay dead for all hmm. I care. Love it. But but if Microsoft wants to give them a chance, I would I wouldn't pay for anything. I would just say, well, here's the IP. You can have the license to actually do this game. Yeah. Uh, but you could bring it on multi-platform. You could, but you have to bring it to Game Pass day one. But outside of that, no, who cares? This, I mean, I understand that people want to see Dante on a dragon because that's pretty much what it was. Um, the game looked cool, but I also think we were starving for games so much back then that anything we got from Xbox was super. Uh, was you know. People just wanted it. So I think that's what it mostly comes down to. People are just excited just to get something new. But guess what, guys? It's 2022. By 2023, you ain't going to be wanting for no games from Xbox. They're going to be releasing game after game after game and we're coming up to like the beginning parts of when it's just going to be a waterfall of games releasing from not only Xbox Game Studios or Microsoft Game Studios but from Bethesda and like I said you're going to be getting Call of Duty and all of their games inside the Game Pass too so you're not going to want it for games but I think this is just them coming out and saying like we want to repair our relationship with Microsoft
0: I think it's more That's of them what I saying think. I think it's more of them saying hey we see you lo- spending a lot of money how about throw some our That's way a-
1: well, that's, that's what, what i'm what saying think. they want to repair their risk re- because microsoft they they know microsoft is in this spending generous mood yep. and they're saying if we can get them to fund this game to re you know we'll we'll take ownership and say that we messed up we know what we were doing but you also were making astro chain for the nintendo switch at the same yep. time and you were making near automata at the same time or armada for the same for for playstation 4. Mm-hmm. two of our competing platforms which both those games did very well on those platforms and our game had to suffer and get canceled because you, even if you want to say that you weren't pulling resources, like money resources, which they say they weren't doing, even if we say, okay, you weren't doing that, you still were dividing your time amongst all three of those games to a point where ours became the detriment of everything. So why should I help you do anything? Yep. So I feel like unless my unless Microsoft is getting something heroically huge out of this, which I don't think platinum can even guarantee to them at this point, mm-hmm. that franchise should stay dead until Microsoft can get a studio of you know one of their studios, which they have well over 30 now. Um if they can get one of their studios to do it or something that they can do a rehash on it, then fine. That's the only way I want to see it come back. But if Platinum's making it, no, I wouldn't give them the chance in heck to do it.
0: I'm with you. Let's take a look uh, closer look at the quotes here. So this is from that k- Kamiya, uh Hideki Kamaya. He says, uh, we did a lot of work on it, and it's no use to Microsoft keeping the game in its current form. So we'd like to do something about it. And he laughs says phil let's do it together and apparently he said that part in english he, he said phil let's do it together and i'm oh, thinking okay. like do what you know you've already screwed yourselves with the game initially and got fired for it because you didn't you didn't know how to use unreal engine apparently or something anyways whatever it is it it, it got canceled um We were working in an environment, he says, uh, we weren't used to. We were developing on the Unreal Engine. We also lacked the necessary know-how to build a game based on online features. That was another thing. Um, Mm -hmm. They didn't know how to do that. Uh, The hurdles we had to overcome were very big. We weren't experienced enough and couldn't get over that wall, leading to what happened in the end. I'm sorry to the players who looked forward to it, and uh, and moreover, I'm sorry to Microsoft, who had place their trust in us as a business partner i want to apologize both as a creator and as a member of platinum games
1: Hmm. let's 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 break that down yeah break it so down. let's let's break that down because <laughs> that was that's funny um so it's an environment that you were not used to building in okay Well, I wouldn't want you to build this game in Unreal 4 anymore because 5 is right around the corner. And with this game, if you're talking about starting over and rebuilding it again, why would I want you to build it in 4 when 5 is the new hotness and that's where all the development is going anyway? So then you're going to have to learn to do that. I couldn't trust you to run Unreal 4. So why would I care about 5? Secondly, you're talking about online features you trying to tell me in the, the development briefs when Microsoft debriefed you on how they wanted this game to operate and function, that they didn't tell you that there was going to be an online focus with this game when it comes to co-op? Thank you. Thank so, you. You're tell- so you're telling me Microsoft didn't tell you at the beginning that this is a focus of the game to have online co-op. And you telling me that you couldn't have told them, like, we've never done that before. But guess what? No, you didn't say that. Could you say, oh, it's easy. We can figure that out. But you really didn't figure it out. But you can't use that in your excuse now saying, oh, we didn't know how that worked. You should have told Microsoft that 10 years ago. Don't tell me now when you're groveling for the IP that you worked so tirelessly on to actually make a difference and it actually got canceled by us. Don't try to suck up because you see us throwing $70 billion out at a development house like uh, publisher like Activision to come over to our studio or we're building brand new studios for, um, Game for Pass. Ninja theory.
0: Oh yeah. For Ninja theory. Yeah. Oh
1: No, that Ninja theory. Did you see the video on Twitter where they did? No, the I voice didn't action? see it. No, no. <laughs> Amazing. Oh, I Amazing. Look like up. a 10 second video of them doing the, the fury voices inside their new studio. And guess what? Platinum cool. probably saw that was like, man, that could have been us, but guess what? You messed
0: it up. It could have been if you could've did your us. job. Uh, look, Here's, the, here's the, uh, the overall outlook on Platinum Games with Microsoft or, you know, what, what transpired. They got fired basically because they weren't doing their job efficiently, okay? Right. They were too busy building other games, too busy not understanding what they— uh, Honestly, you, you hit the nail on the head when you said, why did they agree to a project that they didn't know how to do? Who does that? Who Does that who says okay? Yeah, you need online components and Unreal Engine, we got you. And then you come out with Astral Chain and uh near uh near Automata and 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 scale bands, scale bound is looking like a hot mess when it was shown, yeah. right? It's terrible, it's looking like a hot mess, and it's there up on screen right now. Um, you, you decide for cool, yourself.
1: Look at that frame rate, look um, at that frame rate. <laughs>
0: you know it's it's just not even the frame rate. it's just the, the, the game itself, uh, look, admittedly when the first when the game was first shown, I was like, you know what that could be cool I, I'm interesting be. and I'm interested in it, and it's one of the reasons why I got hyped and I said, well, hey, Xbox has a new IP like this. you know, maybe this is a, a trend for Xbox. Well, boy, was I wrong until recently, of course, but I, I was excited for this game. And then I when I good. saw more of it and I saw actual gameplay I was like, "Oh, no. Yeah. It's not looking too good." And then it got canceled, and then when we heard the reasons why, it kind of made sense. It was like, "Oh, they didn't or they didn't know what they were doing." You know, it it it, it it's just it's one of those things where I feel like um <laughs> I'm just looking at this game and I'm like, "Man, uh, even now though I look at it and I see potential there,
1: Oh, I but see I the huge potential. But I don't
0: care. I want it to die. All right. That looks silly to me though. That always looks silly. The the whole beats and and yeah, with the dragon, never got the whole dragon I, I didn't understand the that at all, but whatever. Some people really liked it. It looks odd to me. But yeah, I see the potential, but man. <sighs> Platinum. You you messed up. It's done. Yeah. It's over with. You're not going to get seen- another chance.
1: Have you seen Bay? Did you see I think it was a couple months ago the Bayonetta 3 gameplay that they had at the Nintendo Direct?
0: Uh no. No, I didn't. Oh, see it was that. horrible. And that oh, game really
1: Oh, it's horrible. It looks so horrible. It's, really? it, 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 it yeah.
0: I don't That's I, shocking cuz so yeah. many people are looking forward to Bayonetta.
1: Oh, I'm looking forward to it when I saw it I said this don't look good. And it's been in development for over 5 years. Really? So so okay.
0: So, it's in development for over five years, Bayonetta 3, um, and it doesn't look good. I see a trend here with Platinum Games. Yeah. You know, and and that's funny because didn't a lot of people love Nier Automata and love uh, Astral Chain?
1: Those games are fire.
0: Yeah. So, those what's, what's going on? How did they mess up Bayonetta 3? Because I heard that was one of their bread and butter titles. It like,
1: is one of their bread and butter titles. Hopefully, it was just op- the optimization and stuff. But the trailer that they showed, you know how sometimes you get those trailers that just don't look good. So, hopefully, that's all it was. You know, hopefully, it's the Guardians of the Galaxy effect where people saw, yeah. like, this don't look good. And then when you finally get the game, it's like, yo, this is fire. Mm-hmm. But it's just with Platinum, it's like you don't know. You just don't know, honestly.
0: Yeah, well, I've seen enough of this trash. Um, <laughs> honestly, I don't know why people really want that back. I, I just... People... Chat, do you really want that game back? After everything they've done, they're fired for not doing their job efficiently. They didn't know what they were doing at all. Uh, they probably still don't know anything to do with online components. I mean, what what do we want that for?
1: Don't do you remember... You remember when Xbox um announced the um canceling of the game? They took all the heat for it. And what did um <laughs> and what did Platinum do? Said nothing. Yeah. But now all of a sudden they want to come out and say oh it was our fault this you know we didn't know this we didn't Apologizing, know that it yeah. just sounds like you. It, it's like where were you seven eight years ago when we canceled the game they're, they're out there fell on the sword
0: you know uh Kumaya is out there and he's just sniffing the air he sniffs money that's what he yeah, sniffs that's all he, it he, is. S- he smells that money so mr Too opinionated thank you for the super chat sir he says I don't think a Western studio should make this game, even if it isn't platinum, just my opinion. Yeah, I just don't think the game should be made at all, really. Yeah, I know Microsoft so. owns the IP, but I I don't know. Now that I'm looking back on it, just like the the whole headphone thing, and it, it's kind of weird. It's kind of weird.
1: I tell but. you, man, Dante on a dragon.
0: Yeah, kind of. And that's what people were saying. They were like, ah, oh, I want that because I want Devil May Cry with a dragon. And I get the appeal, but I don't know. I I guess just with everything that has transpired over the years and with Platinum, and I just want to see it go away. I'm tired of people asking for it. I, I don't know.
1: Yeah,
0: I respect you guys, but I don't want to hear it. Like, it's, <laughs> it's a dead game. Uh, that's how we feel about it. Now. Yep. Uh, Forte, I wanted to ask you a question. Yeah, what's up? Are game's too hard. No. Forte, should all games be required to have a setting to change the difficult, uh, difficulty? Or
1: oh, just oh, well,
0: should they? Should all um, games have all, that setting?
1: All games should be all games should be played at the level or at the ability that the developer chooses for you to play the game at. If that is what a if I, that has if that if they if they expect you to play the game with a difficulty slider, then it should be there. If yeah. it's not there, then it shouldn't be because
0: there's games uh, from like from software, they're they known to be hard that. games. Okay, and there yes. is no slider there, you know, mm-hmm. it's it's they're difficult games and they're known to be so. Um, I beat Bloodborne personally, but Sekiro kicked my ass into just swearing off all from software games. So But I did something here that I think most people need to take heat on. They need to to listen to me when I say this. Listen closely. Just move on. Don't cry. Don't complain. Don't talk about how these games need to be easier. Just choose a different game. Move on. Simply don't play it. That's it. That's what I did. I think more people need to learn that. Uh, Not everything is easy in this world. Uh, there's levels to everything in life. Um, you just got to basically, either you have it, Forte, or you don't. Um, yeah. You can learn to have it, but if you don't even want to take the time, just move on. Just forget about it. Like, I, I don't know. A lot, a lot of people are talking about the Sifu game. Uh, Sifu on PlayStation right now. They're saying it's it's really hard. It's It's a game that, you know, it's a Kung Fu game. And the developers have come out, because of the outcry anyway, they've come out and said, you know what? We're going to go ahead and put uh, a difficulty slider there so you guys can mm-hmm. change it. You guys can play it on easy, or you can even vamp it up to hard. They're going to have like a harder setting. Yep. How do you feel about this response from a developer? Do you Do you like it? Do you
1: not? So i wish i had more context to it because this game is not re- like returnal because returnal ended up doing the same thing most of theirs was due to the fact of um people's games crashing and losing progress and stuff so they put save states in the game for people to not have that situation i don't think it's a situation like that where they're doing it due to you know situations issues in the game but the fact that this game just released less than a week ago part of me wants to feel like this was already in the works because mm-hmm. they're not only adding like you said a easier mode they're also adding a harder difficulty to the game yep and depending on how long it takes for them to um Implement this in the game. Um, shout out to uh, Agent Delhi. He's on Twitter. He's a he's a Ubisoft developer, and he was on Scumcast yesterday. And if you guys want to hear what he had to say about this on there, make sure you check their show out after this. But he made some really good points in saying, like, depending on when they release this, it's going to really—is it just going to be a difficulty scale when it comes to just more hit part hit markers or hit points, or, or is it going to take like a month to implement this where they're going to actually change the frame pacing in the game where you're you know just like in a fighting game, you know, you count frames in order to be able to, you know, master the mechanics inside of the game, which you have to do now. Uh, If they change that, then that means the game is going to be significantly more harder and there's going to be more of a learning curve to it. So it really just depends on how they plan on implementing this. But it's a good and bad thing. I mean, I do think people just want to be able to play games like this, but I also think that we shouldn't be, Having we shouldn't go crying to a developer just because something's hard.
0: Yeah. If the I game
1: agree. is too hard, get I hate to say get good, but just get I mean oh, if you want to play it, you're gonna, I, I agree with that. But that's the thing. If you want to play a game that's hard, you're inherently just gonna play that game to get better at it. Or guess what? You're just gonna quit playing it. And you're just not going to play it anymore. But going to Twitter and saying, oh, I need you to put an easier mode or I need yeah. this to be done and changed in the game, that doesn't do anything for anyone because all you're doing is basically just shouting out into the void. Now, some people are going to think it worked because they actually came out with this statement and said this is what they're doing. But I just feel like this is something that's probably been in the works because it happened Mm. so fast. I just think they wanted to get ahead of it by saying, oh, maybe they were going to announce this probably a month from now saying, hey, there's a new uh, there's like a new game plus coming to the game, you know, as a new update or something that's coming. But since they had this type of backlash from people that don't want to play the game. They had felt like they needed to come out and say, oh, don't worry about it. If you bought the game now, there's going to be an easier mode for you to yeah. play it later. So that's where it kind of came from for me. But I just I just hate when people say, I can't enjoy your game because it's too hard. Just get you better do at have the a game. Point.
0: You do have a few points there. But uh, the point about them putting this out so fast, making it seem as if they've been working on it for a while. I agree with that point. Um, because they probably have, and maybe it's due to the fact that maybe, uh, folks that were able to play it early, were saying, Hey, yeah, this game is hard. Yeah. And I think it comes down to people complaining. And, and I think that also it comes down to that, uh, when you put that out there and say, Hey, this game is really hard. It's going to shy a a lot of people away. There's going to be a lot of casual gamers, which you want to hit that market. You're going to get a lot of those guys saying, Nope. Because I was interested in Sifu until I heard about the difficulty, and I was like, nah, I'm going to pass. So that's why I didn't pick it up. And I'm not crying about it. I'm not complaining. If that is the, de- uh, the developer's intent to make it hard, I'm all for it. Go do what you want to do with these games. I mean, this is your vision. But don't conform to the masses because they're complaining. That is one thing I will say, too, because when you do that, you kind of lose some integrity there as well as a developer.
1: Yes, I agree. And
0: and uh, you know, and I'm not trying to call out this development team and say, you know, bad move, you guys are looking terrible now. No, I'm I'm not doing that, but at the same time, you just got to understand that when you w- when you want your specific vision out there and then you change it up because of people complaining, it just it doesn't look right. It's bad optics. Yeah. That's the way I look at it.
1: Yeah, I think um let me ask you this. You saw the reviews. Let's say you just bought the game. I mm-hmm. think the biggest thing that this did for people, and I ask you if you would if you would have heard about how hard it was and it was beat down your throat about, Oh, this game's hard. This game's Mm -hmm. super hard. You know, we hear games are hard. If we see a review and they say, Oh, this is a really hard game. You're just like, Oh, okay, that's cool. But then when you're hearing it from everybody playing the game, like this is super hard, it's kicking my teeth in. It kind of gives you a different thought process. It's like, okay, do I really want to play this game? But I guarantee you, there's a lot of people, probably even yourself. If you wouldn't have like, heard that much about how crazy hard it is you probably would have still picked the game up and guess what you would have played it and then you would have discerned that type of difficulty yourself because everybody's difficulty level is different different i just like i could pick up a i could pick up any first person shooter and play it competently easily because i'm used to doing that but a lot of people that don't do that they can't just like anybody can pick up a an RPG and probably learn the systems way faster than somebody else. They can discern all of the different um, languages and stuff that but they're you know, talking in the game. That that's you
0: can that's do that. that is where uh, you know I looked at Twitter uh, about Sifu and I saw particular guys in the community that I know are great gamers, and if mm-hmm. they're saying that this game is hard, it's hard. So uh, th- it's that's hard. when I made my decision. I said, yeah. Not going to pick it up and, you know, call me a a wuss, but uh, sorry. Uh, I don't play video games to bang my head against a wall all day. And that's That's what Sekiro was doing to me. It started off great, fantastic. And then when I died 38 times, because I counted, (laughs) uh, to one boss, I said, I'm done. And I just put the controller down. I didn't go to Twitter. I didn't say, oh, my gosh, this is too hard. Guys, right. you know, at the developers, at From Software, please put an easy mode. I didn't do any of that because uh, why? HamSolo05, uh, thank you for the $2 here. Uh, he says gaming is for everyone, but every game isn't. Perfectly said. Perfectly, Perfectly said. said um brigadiers blue says uh thank you brigadiers uh he says can't stay and watch but want to show the love keep up the great work fonds and love hearing from you forte
1: appreciate you bro enjoy your day
0: he's a great guy he's i think he's always working so
1: i know about that (laughs) i know about
0: that too man work is rough but yeah, yeah. I, I, thats the thing. Like you know, it—we should we we shouldn't consider these games to be, uh, you know, they shouldn't. Not every game is for us. Just like Ham Solo saying, I think that at the end of the day, if a game is hard and you've purchased that game unknowingly that it was, you know, that it was difficult. Oh well, that 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 happens in life. And there's no reason to scream and complain and say, you know, I didn't know it was too hard. Because that just sounds a bit ridiculous to me, you know, a game's difficulty. If you want to complain about something, complain about Techland and their game Dying Light and all the bugs.
1: Complain (laughs) about that.
0: Complain about, uh, you know, bugs in games. (laughs) That's another thing, dude. All these games coming out. The past, I don't know, five years, it seems like every game dropping's got bug after bug. And it's just like, when is this ever going to end? Do, do you, have you ever worry have
1: about a, when we don't have to worry about a, five, a a fifteen gig day one patch? That's when it's going to end.
0: <laughs> oh man, it's, it's it, I feel bad for the people that are playing Dying Light Two and having so many problems. A dealer thirty hours in and he got stuck in this bug where got he hurt. just died over and over, so he had to start over. That, yep, can't do it now i wouldn't have start started over he's a better man than me i would have just dropped that game in a heartbeat and that's when i would have went to their development you know at yep. Techland, fix your damn game that's when yep. i would have done that but over uh, uh, over it being too hard nah that ain't me anyways we've completed our hour the super bowl is almost upon us guys and i know Woo! some of you out there want to watch that especially my man right here forte forte Thank you for being such an awesome guest again. Uh thank you for coming back to GameS Talk Live. Let everybody know out there where they can find you and your podcast.
1: Yeah. Uh first of all, man, I will always come if you um come calling. I appreciate I love, you. I I literally if it wasn't even for Subo, I was actually scheduled to leave work at six o'clock today and oh, I actually left wow. at four i was like well super bowl today i can leave a little earlier so i was like oh i'm gonna leave early so i can do my man finds show but uh I'm on. i love what you i love what you do here man Um, uh, sundays is one of the best days to listen to podcasts podcast because between you and the iron lords um you guys do amazing work and i um you make my my sundays go faster so i really appreciate everything you're doing but for myself gave me forte everywhere youtube twitter Xbox Live and PlayStation, Uh, DPS podcast every Thursday. This week will be on my channel. Check out last week's episode. Uh, It was on my friend Slomo Backslap's channel. Um, We talk about Xbox, everything, pretty much everything that we talked about today, we talk over there. And then on my YouTube channel, I talk predominantly about Xbox. And uh, I love Destiny, so I bring up Destiny stuff on there, too. So if that fancies you, come through, check it out, and um, make sure you sub if you like it.
0: Yeah, and I've got Gaming Forte on the screen. That's where you can follow me on Twitter, Gaming underscore Forte. Um, yeah, man, it it was really great having you. Thanks for coming out. And I, I didn't mean, I'm sorry to GameStop for him coming home early, you know, but I'm not sorry. Oh, no. No, um, I'm not sorry. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Enjoy the Super Bowl, guys. Um, yeah. Thank you guys for showing up. I appreciate everybody that showed up in the chat. I knew today wouldn't be a real big day because of the Super Bowl. So many parties going on and stuff. I know how it is. But I thank you guys for showing up today and everybody listening on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, all the Spotify everywhere. Thank you very much. And remember, game on, folks.